Another episode of the Bart and Dane Show. I'm Dane. And I'm Bart. Um, an episode that once again tell you that government's corrupt, people are crazy, and God is right. Um, we got a real good guest here today. Um, his name's Ed, Ed Pratt. We, we've known him for a while. Um, Ed, just, um, buddy, just tell us about yourself. What, what, you know, what do you do for a living? And I know, but people out yeah. there don't. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. Oh, I was, was kind of excited. I was actually hauling around hay bales when you called me. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, so I, I tuned right in. So I've been doing a little, doing a little test run there on the podcast, and they're good. You guys do a good job. Oh, so, thank yeah, you, thank yeah, you. But, but we are. Uh, I am just, uh, just a farmer, and have been, and always wanted to be from from day one. Uh, and we uh, were in the dairy business for many, many years. My family. I was a fifth generation dairyman. And we kind of got to the place where uh, actually making a living for two or three families was impossible. Yeah. So we went, we decided, my wife and I decided, oh, probably four or five years before we actually made the switch, that it was going to be necessary to do something besides milking cows. Yeah. And it's probably the hardest, it probably sounds funny to the people that are listening, but that was the hardest decision I've ever made in my life because it was so family oriented and it's all we ever knew and it's all anybody in my family knew for generations the fear of the unknown it was tough yeah and i can remember my we were young when we when we kind of made the switch and i told my wife we would do whatever it took because i was to the place um that i was willing to do about anything to get out of it because we were broke all the time and worked to death yeah and all you thought about was when can i get that next nap (laughs) so it was uh, it was a bit much and i found myself uh, in the process of working down at the dairy thinking about greenhouses and uh, if i was cleaning the barn lot i was thinking about something in that greenhouse yeah so we started as a hobby built a very small uh, 12 by 24 foot greenhouse and we filled it up that summer and we just about got stuck with it we had a couple people that saved us the first year and then we just kind of each year after that we kind of grew a little bit and found out we both love it and we love working together we like working as a family it's important it is very important yeah. and a lot of people i've heard say you know there's no way they could work with their wife uh, <laughs> all the time and uh, I'm telling you, that's uh, that's the best part of it. We get along for the most part. Yes, that we get is along. sweet. Yeah. Now, uh, if she gets tired and hungry, she gets cranky. Hmm. So you know, you kind of got to work. You know what that's you know what that's called? Estrogen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Don't, Ed, if you don't <laughs> listen to Bart, hey, I got one. I, I really, I just got one more question. What you, you know? You said you got out of out of it, and I know it was not a decision that you made. Right. It was, you know, what was placed upon you. What was, what was some of the reasons that you just couldn't make it in the uh, dairy business anymore? Well, the government <clears throat> pretty well sets the price on yeah. you, so it's all supply and demand thing, and it requires a tremendous amount of very expensive equipment. Well, if you know, equipment wears out, and uh, we found ourselves if the milk price was up to where we were making some money boy that was a chance to buy a new spreader or a new mixer for Mm -hmm. feed or a new tractor a new Mm -hmm. milk tank well you you do that and then the price in three months is through the floor and then you're broke 
And it, there was three of us, my dad and uh, my brother and myself were trying to make a living, you know, three families. Yeah. And now, we could see that it yeah. was time. Wasn't, Bill was the one that was doing it the last. What, he was, single yeah. Family. My dad yeah. retired and then I sold my, what cows I had, I sold them to Bill. And then that's when I built the, the greenhouse and went out for the full, yeah. to try to make a living at it. But, but then Bill, he milked uh, several years uh, by himself, pretty much. Trina and I helped him some. Uh, we would milk in the evenings, but he was he was milking a, about 120 cows by himself, and at one point, three times a day. Yeah. So he he was killing himself. Yeah, vacation's not part of that. Uh, Nothing. There's no life. Yeah. None. Yeah. It, that's another problem with. There's no family life. There's no anything but those cows. Yeah. yeah. And uh, pretty much dictate everything you do. They do, and it, it gets it gets. It's not physically hard work, but boy, it is tiresome work. <clears throat> no, uh, Bill had told me one time about how that pricing structure worked, and I don't remember exactly, but he was complaining about it. And it's not truly a uh, supply and demand because the government puts their hand into that, don't they? Yeah, they do somewhat. Yeah, and uh, a lot of it's based on the price of cheese and butter, you know, but. But yeah, they, they do, and they've, they've had their hand in it several times. There was a, a buyout in the 80s, and that's when most dairymen quit, uh, was, yeah. was right uh, in the 80s there. But John Cougar wrote a great song about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scarecrow. That's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, so how, when you say the government you know, sets the prices and stuff like that, um, how do they specifically do that? Is it regulations? Um, is it just too much oversight? Yeah, it is, and the regulations are ridiculous. I mean, it, it's it's watched really, really close, um, and uh, the, you know that it it, get, it got to the place where uh, the small farmer um, like to get your milk hauled. Just as an example, uh, you're paying about a dollar forty a hundred for every hundred pounds of milk. You're having to pay a dollar forty to get it hauled. Well, you're making about $18, you know, and that's a roundabout number, $18 for 100 pounds. The little guy paying $1.40 and the truck has to drive 500 miles to pick up a tanker of milk. Well, they can drop a tanker at the big dairies mm -hmm. and they can fill that tanker up right there and they're practically not having to pay anything to get it hauled because they're just switching tanks, Yeah, yeah. you know, so there's a lot there's a lot that works against a small dairyman. And you guys were the last uh, dairy farm in the county, is that right? Yeah, in, in Lawrence County we were. Uh, there's one, I think, left in Gallia County. I'm not 100% sure that they're still in business, but uh, of course there's none in Cabell, none in Wayne, and there might be one or two left in Jackson. I don't think there's any in Meigs anymore. Hmm. So it's just so where does our milk come from? Do you, do you know? or? Um, I'm not real sure where yeah. where our actual milk is coming from now. Huh. Ours went to United Dairy, and they yeah. buy fairly local, uh, yeah. in and around Charleston. Huh. Um, I mean, I don't know how far they travel out, but they were traveling to us, so they yeah they go pretty far. So well, when when what year was it you opened the greenhouse? Uh, Nineteen ninety nine was our first. Year. Tell us the name of that and then the Facebook page and all that stuff. You got to plug that, man. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Pratt's Greenhouse. Sure. And, and we uh, we try to stay pretty active on Facebook. I know 
from your podcast, you're not a big fan of Facebook, but <laughs> <laughs> but you face, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For face, that. Facebook is the best advertisement in the world. I'll give you an example. You're right. Yesterday, um, and it made my daughters. It made them. I mean, they they were able to start a small business, and that's all the advertising they did. And it grew quick. But yesterday, we we had been growing pansies and violas, hmm. and uh, I walked in there, and they looked good yesterday, and I thought, well. I'll just put it out. They're ready, They're ready for a new home. So that's what I did. And by the time I loaded up to come here, we were nearly sold out of pansies and violas. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah just because of Facebook. That's the only reason. I mean, well, you can use there. something not good to your advantage, and I'm all yeah. for that. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you can. You really can. Oh yeah. And and my feelings on the whole Facebook thing, I, I like to call it fake book. Sure. Because that really that's what it is yeah, a lot. Fake people, yeah. But I think you can try to be a good example to people on Facebook. You're I mean, right. That, that's my main goal in everything I do on Facebook is to try to show people that there's a different, there's something different out there besides what most of them are used to seeing or how they're used to living. Well said. And yeah. that's, that's, that's basically all I'm thinking about anytime I ever put anything on there. Right. For greenhouse or personal. Sure. I mean, you know, yeah. the, they've been taking advantage of us for years. You might as well get in there and, you know, take exactly. advantage of them and exactly. and use it for your benefit. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's definitely a tool, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, some of the videos you put out on there is, is interesting to watch I, some of them. I have enjoyed the, the video part of it. That's that's probably been the most fun for me. Yeah, so uh, don't don't go to Lowe's. Don't go to Home Depot, buy your plants. The, you, you need to go out. Uh, it's it's real close to Huntington. I mean, it's probably, what, yeah. 10 minutes away if yeah. you go down Big yeah. Branch. And, yeah. You go to Pratt's and, and get them because um, I guarantee you're better quality. And well, you're, we, you're supporting local. We certainly try. That's, yes. that's, that's a big goal. We try to... We try to, of course, like every other business, try to do the best we can to raise a good product, but then we, we try to treat people, uh, you know, as, as good as we can. Sure. And sometimes we don't have as much time to do that, yeah. you know, as we would like. But we want to treat people like they're special when they come out there. That's, yeah. that's the main thing. Me and Dano has talked about this before, you know, customer service is terrible anymore. And, and that, that's right. But it's the biggest it's the biggest thing. I mean, even if it you're um, unsatisfied, not unsatisfied, or maybe just disappointed in a product, you know, the customer service, good customer service can make it like, okay. It's it not, really can. It, it's like, yeah. it trumps everything. Yeah. It's like my grandpa said when, when we were little, you know, if you just speak to people, mm. that just makes a big difference. And he said, it's so easy to do. Why not do it? Exactly. So when they come in, if you just make eye contact, speak to them, yeah. you know, treat them like you would treat anybody in your family. Right. And uh, what do you do in the winter? Uh, winter uh, is our time. Well, I'm kind of weird. Um, I like to cut brush. I clean up. I clean up the farm. I try to clean on the farm and repair fence. But yeah. so that sustains you. What you make spring, yes. uh, late fall. Yeah. Oh, and that's awesome. In yeah. the fall, we we do mums and that kind of thing, and mm -hmm. there's not a lot of money in it, but it's just basically something to keep the customers coming. But right. but yeah, that's that's really the. We, we do sell quite a bit of hay. That's something that kind of goes into winter because we'll stockpile some and then haul as, as needed. So. You still dabble in the dairy a little bit too? We, we have beef cows. Beef, yeah. And okay. we did keep some Holsteins just for uh, 
uh, fun, pretty much. Yeah. Never know. We may be may milk them again someday. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If we can get all these regulations, I get mean, rid of that. Yeah. To where I mean, Trump did that, you know, with the coal industry, with the gas. I mean, yeah. he's got rid of all these regulations, and yeah. then all of a sudden, people are making money again. Right. You know, and that's it's like right. it happened to you guys. That's it's yeah. kind of ask that question. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, and it. Um, Need to tell the listeners. You say first week in April is what you're planning. Yeah, we is. open up officially uh, April first. Now we can be there for people, and all they have to do is message us on our greenhouse Facebook page uh, to make sure we're going to be there because now we're in and out and running pretty wild. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, first of April we open up officially, and then we're there. Uh, I think we're going to do ten to six probably. So how long does it take to clean all that stuff out? Because it seems like every time I come out there, you're, you're yeah. closed up. <laughs> Usually the, uh, after the first week of May, it's getting pretty weak. And then by Mother's Day, we're usually about sold out. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to, to get a really good selection, you need to be there in late April. Okay. I know that's kind of tough for a lot of people, but that's just the way it is. And, I mean, we don't... Uh, we don't try to shove it off on people, but people want what they want. So right, they, yeah. come, they come and get it. Um, so do we talk? Do, I can't. We talked before, but uh, before we started the podcast, did we talk about fertilizer and stuff like that. I was getting ready to ask that question. And I know you've been out of the agriculture for a yeah. little bit, but um, it does affect our economy. Yeah. Um, you know, especially with all the regulations and all all that stuff. Um, it could uh, lack of lack of supply. Yeah. Um, regulations we talked about that um, in your opinion are you think we're headed for a crisis I mean we were talking about the fertilizer and you just can't get it yeah, um, yeah I know you were talking yeah. let's talk about that a little bit the corn and soybeans and all that okay yeah I really believe uh, that that we are headed for different times than we than we've seen before as far as food is concerned yeah. and I uh, I think a lot of people can kind of see subtle changes happening now but we're still living off of last year's crop, and I think, uh, true. Yeah. and I think that you know, there's no, there's no major reason for big changes to happen yet. Um, uh, but I believe once we start into this year's planting season, and uh, you get into May, and they start reporting what they're planting, I think that's when it's going to start. Uh, we'll begin to see uh, what the prospects are for for the future. I think in May and June. And that's when the, I think that's when it's the reality is going to set in because uh, the fertilizer supply is, of course, with what's going on in Ukraine, it's terrible, terrible yeah. now. That's all been. I heard that uh, Russia and Ukraine, Ukraine was the two major suppliers of fertilizer. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. That is right. And also huge suppliers of wheat. Well, yeah. they don't, they're not even thinking they're going to get to farm or make put out a wheat crop this year well, because of that. Yeah, I mean, so. I know that um, China and Bill Gates, along with some others, are buying up all of the uh, all of our farmland. Yeah. And it's just that's why we kind of start out the show. Government is corrupt. Yeah, people are crazy because we can do all this here. Oh, absolutely, we can. Why yeah. in the world are we? Yeah, you know, just leave people alone. Let them make a living. And quit relying on foreign oil, foreign wheat, foreign soybean, yeah. you know, yeah. fertilizer. It's it's ridiculous, it, man. I feel for you. I, I mean, it's common sense. I think to most people, it's <laughs> common sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah. well, that's that's the whole thing. Back way back when uh, I think it was in George Bush's time when we done they signed the NAFTA agreement. Uh, that and was Clinton. I, yeah, was it Clinton? It's Clinton. I thought it was the, anyway. So 
I, did, I didn't understand that back then. I still don't understand it. And they, and they say, what's well, a global economy? A global economy. Well, where's that global economy got us to right now? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Think about right. that. Yeah. Think, I mean, we, we should have not farmed out all that stuff and say, oh, right. those aren't those aren't jobs for us. They're for right. you know, other countries. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's gotten it's it's hurt the whole world uh, in a way. Uh, some of our the policies. Um, the green policies, I'll call them, okay. uh, has hurt the whole world because Absolutely. it's cut our supply, which we could be exporting. Right. Know? Well, yeah, the whole world got dependent upon our enemies. Yeah. And here we are. That's right. So. It's uh, it's an easy question. You think this is being done on purpose? Yeah, of yeah. course I do. Oh, no, you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I really do. And, I mean, I was all over the place when the whole – Russia Ukraine thing begin to bubble up yeah. because if you noticed it just coincided perfectly with the disaster going on in Canada and, and Hillary yeah you know and Hillary that's right yeah she did it okay yeah. we know we have proved Durham said yes it. boy that's gotten quiet hasn't it yeah <laughs> and all all of yeah and all of the data that's come out you know Arizona Michigan they they they've compiled these numbers and you know, there were over uh, 1.5 million more voters in Maricopa County. We talked about this before. Pennsylvania's finding it. You know, and you're telling me Joe Biden got 80 million. So all yeah. this is going on, and now all of a sudden we got, you know, yeah. this stuff is being done on purpose. Yeah. And I don't know if, if everyone realizes how serious what was going on in Canada was at the time. Uh, that is, I think that was a major shift in, in the way banking mm. is going to be run mm. in this country, in the world, mm -hmm. because that what, what woke me up, I mean, if they can not agree with what you believe in politically, if they can shut your bank account down, Sorry. I mean, you, I mean, you know, that's serious. I mean, they can do to us exactly what they've done to Russia, in yeah. my opinion. That's right. You, you know, they don't, they don't like a Facebook post. No, no. How about, how about that's this? Right. They don't, you know, they, they don't like what you're about and you've got an electric car and they shut it off. Yeah. Remotely. Yeah. yeah. And they've proven they'll do it. I mean, it's been proven. Yeah, they don't know how I mean, anymore, we've do seen they? them. We've watched it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, um, something that was, uh, what was it? Oh, Fauci. Where'd he hide? He's on a milk car. I see him on a milk car. I, I, I went to get a gallon of milk, and I was like, that's a great question. Where is this guy? <laughs> yeah, they don't need him anymore. No. No, no they're, they're past that now. Yeah. It's the new fear. Just like they were done with that, blah, that, that blase Ford with Kavanaugh trials. Just like they, they, they get done with, you know, Black Lives Matter. I mean, it's yeah. just like they're just, and yeah. people don't see it. No. No, I, I, when, I don't know. It was probably a year before Trump's re-election. Or his attempt at re-election, um, I told my wife because I had already been noticing that some of the things that were going on every election cycle, there's something to panic people. There's been and it's been getting worse and worse. And last time it was COVID, which was pretty bad. You know yeah. that scared everybody to death. Well, what are we coming up on here? The Democrats are scared to death right now because of you know what they've Mid done terms. to themselves. Right. And so this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading in the uh, today that uh, China's locking down again. I heard that. Yeah, cause uh, cause the common cold's coming our way again. Yeah, yeah, it's craziness. Also, what about the the, the 
Saudis and the the oil prices and what they're doing right. with China. They're negotiating a different currency. Yeah. To trade. Yeah. I sent yeah. you that today. Yeah. Um, and I told you this. I called it. Um, well, I, t- I said it. You're, or yeah. One of these. Uh, you know, if that happens, Katie bar the door because. Yeah. Dollar's no longer it the. It is going to collapse. Yeah, the dollar's no longer the the gold standard. Yeah. It's the it's the. Uh, it, it would be beyond hyperinflation at that is point. Is it the Chinese? Is it the yen? Yeah, yeah, the yen. I'm not a hundred percent on the on how the dollar and how its value um, works, but I kind of caught a hint on the, on a program I was listening to the other day about oil and how oil ties into the price of the dollar. I guess it's a petrodollar they call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that has see that that was all new to me. I didn't realize how that all panned out. Maybe you guys know more about it, but but uh, we just know enough to be uh, uh, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and that's what spurred <laughs> up a lot of problems. Danger with is the my un- middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. The, the United States has tried to dictate. Everybody has to if they purchase oil, they have to purchase oil through a dollar. The U.S. dollar, yeah. right, and that is all could possibly change. It has, and there have been people killed. There's been countries brought yes. down. Yes, now it's the yen. I mean, the dollar is no longer, you know, the you know, it's well. And they're talking about um, they could actually negotiate in, in any currency, and if they start breaking that away from you know the our currency, then like I said, hyperinflation is not going to. I was looking at that on, uh, where was it? Oh, it was um, Ukraine. Uh, average inflation annually about 50%. Could you imagine? How, mm. can, you, how can you afford? You know, yeah. some of these uh, African continents, the uh, countries over there, they, they have uh, trillionaires over there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you get a trillionaire because your money's not worth anything. Right. You know, like yeah. the ruble, you know, years ago. What happened with it? Yeah. Couldn't buy cheese with it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who are you for in this? I, I I made a comment. I'm sure got a lot of a lot of people. You know, I'm I'm for Russian. This I believe that um, he's going after he's going after the Ukraine. It's so much there's so much corruption there. Yeah. You know, maybe you know, and I'm I hate to say this. I, I'm I'm an American, and you know, I still I was blessed by God to be born in in this um, country and have the freedoms that I've had, but. We're the bad guys in this. Yeah. And, and that's, that's tough for me to say. Yeah. I know. From the beginning, yeah. I have felt there's something off something going on here in yeah. Ukraine. When was the last time uh, the mainstream media huh. all got together and did something right? Huh. Said something <laughs> right. Can you think about a time no. that you, you know, that they were being true in what they were saying? And that was the first tip off. But, of course, I'm 100% for the people in Ukraine. Yes. I feel terrible for the people. I absolutely do, too, yes. Um, but governments, mm-hmm. including theirs, yes. is incredibly corrupt. Yes. Um, and a lot of our leaders have, well, I've been hearing about the, the, the bio labs and, and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's true. And, I mean, it... Yeah, and, and Putin said it himself. How would we like it if he set up bases and bio labs and missiles and and everything in Canada? How would we like that? Right. Tried to in Cuba at one time. Yes. Yeah. Didn't go over very no, well. No, did, did not. It? Yeah. We didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my feeling. I mean, I think we poked the bear. 
I really do, and I don't think we let up. I don't think we've let up yet, and we're backing him into a corner. Well, you said bear, and that's I don't know how you know biblical or you know what your religious views is, yeah. but that is exactly what the Bible says. The bear, because Russia and the bear will come from the north. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyway, yeah, it's uh, you're right. We he poking them, and you know if I was you know, listen, I'm not I'm not saying Vladimir Putin's a good guy. I'm not saying that no, at all. No, but he's he's, a, he's another corrupt leader and and corrupt leader of a corrupt government. Yeah. He cares for his. He does care for the people, and he does care for the country. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Nash. He yeah, he's very. He reminds me of Trump yeah. in that way. But he's like, I see. I, this is what I think. I think he sees what's happening to the United States, and he said, it "Ain't happening here." Yeah. Hey. And I I heard uh, a guy put it like it, it's kind of a war now between globalism and nationalism. Yes. And of course, we're on the globalism side. Perfect. We're yes. leading it. So. Yeah. And you know, like, if you want to go back to the Bible. I mean, that's, I guess it has to happen. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we'll fight it as long as we can. But, as long as we can, right. But, uh, you know, it's all one world government. It seems like we're heading right. in that direction fast. You know, we were talking about the currency. I mean, it's setting up for the one world currency. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. When the dollar and all these other currencies go to the pot, they're going to say, well, we'll, yeah. we'll have to do this. Uh, you know, you guys are going to have to agree to this. And right. Yeah. What's that uh, in your right hand or in your forehead? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. And there's a new digital currency that they've started to investigate and try to see how they can make that work. Yeah. Well, so. anytime the government gets involved, I'm sure it's going to be superb, superb. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, um, and, you know, the one world religion, I just got to say this, you know, it's, um, you know, what's happening now is, you know, people will say, well, so-and-so, I think so-and-so is saying, listen, this is, I don't know about that about any of that stuff but it's being set up everything's being set into place and i think the one world religion you know i've, I've heard people say oh well it's catholicism oh it's islam i think it's humanism yeah that's right yeah yeah i agree so it's interesting times we live in man it really is it's uh it's a good time to be alive in a way i mean sure. it's good to be uh, able to stand for what we know is right yeah and uh, may wind up in prison you know but uh, it, we'll just start a going. we'll start yeah. a prison ministry. I told Dana I don't want any any him anyway, so we just, we'll just go in there and start a prison ministry <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, we're about to get too old to be too pretty for prison. <laughs> <ain't we? laughs> Tane's already passed that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, <laughs> what did I tell you earlier? Oh uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. A, I'm, I'm offensively good looking. I'm sorry. I hate that. <laughs> offensively, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break that word down. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, it's this it's it's getting to the point. And I mean, to having you on here, you know, just talking about the agricultural stuff. I mean, I think we kind of gloss over that sometimes, you know. But right, you, you got to eat. Yeah, I think that it's uh, it's probably the most important thing that does that gets the least amount of press. And uh, but it's it's coming. You don't it's need coming. you don't need clothes. You really don't need shelter. Yeah. I mean, about the only thing more important is food is water. Yeah, you know, I mean, right. it's, 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 you know, the top two. Yeah. And we don't really talk about the agricultural yeah. effect it's going to have on us, but it's coming. I really believe it is. I mean, and it, I think it's coming within the next year. And, uh, but then the good, the good thing is we, it's couldn't come at a, if it has to come, it couldn't come at a better time because we have time to prepare. We're going into a growing season. And that's something I've tried to stress on, on our greenhouse Facebook page. Right. People get out there and garden learn how to raise something to eat 
this is the year. The uh, only thing I grow is stuff for the um, squirrels and the raccoons. <laughs> they yeah. they well, love you, my garden. Well, listen, you can eat squirrels and raccoons. <laughs> Possum casserole. Well, yeah, just learn how to can them. Don't have to worry about that. That's a, uh-huh. yeah. kind of segue into that. How do you prepare? I mean, as far as uh, food, I mean, I've got some MREs. Yeah, um, me too. But, you know, I mean, that's kind of a uh, short term. It, it is short term. So yeah. really, how would you, how, you know? Well, I'll tell you what I've been trying to, and I've been racking my brain too. And it's like I heard uh, a guy say once, we need to start thinking like our great grandparents thought. And that's what, that's what's kind of been got the wheels spinning in my head. And the big thing is, you know, I could raise a garden, but what if I can't fertilize it? You that, know? That's right. So right. I, I'm thinking about the manure that we produce there at our farm and trying to turn that into compost and then uh, researching um, different ways of gardening. And I've just come across one that I got to mention here that I'm going to try that is an awesome way to garden and it's called the Ruth Stout method of gardening. Hmm. And uh, you can look that up on YouTube, but it is a self-sufficient, self-fertilizing uh, way of gardening. No hoeing, no rototilling, no plowing, no disking. It's mainly hay or mulch over top, and just. Uh, but you you can you can research that. Did the old timers do that? Not that I'm aware yeah, of. No, my yeah. grandparents. I helped them. I, my grandmother in the garden all the time every summer, and of course she didn't. No, she did not do that. But but. You know, she had plenty of cow manure. She had you know, fertilizer. That wasn't right. a problem. Yeah, right. Did you guys was, use seven dust back then? Oh my, covered it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> Just what bathed it was. in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah, we used every chemical in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk into your asbestos late in the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Drink that rancid well water and go to bed and That's look right. at us now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that third arm's never hurt us, has it? <laughs> no, man. You know, wear a thick enough shirt. Nobody yeah, ever sees it right. at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, there's – I th- I think, um, of course, you can buy all the food in the world, but eventually if you're not prepared and you're not thinking about how you're going to produce food, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm at right now, trying to figure out how I can produce food a year from now if I couldn't buy anything. Right. That's the thing. We'll learn how to can. We have a dear friend that we go to church with, and they're older. They're in their seventies, but we go over and play dominoes with them and stuff. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're great people. When she takes us down canning and stuff, and it's like, that's a lost art. Yeah, it you is. Know? It is. Yeah, and and there's a lot. If you think about your diet, how many things you consume, what a variety of foods you consume. You get that down to beans and rice and potatoes, that'd get old pretty quick. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. So I think trying to trying to come up with a variety and, and what to do with it, it's it's tough. I mean, I, I'm not an expert at it. We have done it, we've canned and but I haven't for several years because I just haven't had time. Yeah. But I think maybe we need to start making some time right. somehow. <laughs> we need to start thinking about that. I mean, as a, as a society, you know, um you know, even before the Lord comes back, you know, yeah. how in the world we're gonna we're going to survive this. And if we don't survive, we, we win anyway. Yeah, that's heard, exactly right. I heard Adrian Rogers. I don't know if you ever, ever listened to him. He's an old Memphis preacher. He's like, heads I win, tails I win. That's right. So Yeah. 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 We we, uh, we come out winners, 
but uh, that I don't think that gives an excuse to just sit here and wait, wait on somebody a savior. Yeah. You know, I think well, we're not doing that. I mean, you yeah. know, it's like you know we're uh, we're unvaccinated. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. we're and there's no way that they're sticking a needle to me. You know, um, we um, you know we pretty much buck everything, man. You know, yeah. if it's uh, right. you know if it's against your civil rights or human rights, your bill of rights, you know, we it's yeah. like you know that's get away I'm, from me. That's where I'm at. Yeah, and we did not. We never wore masks. The only time I told my wife there was three reasons I would wear a mask was to go to church, which I didn't have to. Our, our church mm-hmm. never required it. If it was a medical medical emergency in a hospital or you know mm-hmm. something, of course I would wear a mask, and to go vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so I did wear a mask one time yeah. to go vote. Yeah, but other than that, I always said just, if somebody asked me to. You know, if they if they were really afraid of this, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. You know, if you if you're older and you felt like you're compromised, you asked me to wear one. Yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, for them. Yeah, you know, this is for you. Right, right. You know, I'd write on the mask. This is for you. Right. <laughs> Please take yeah. don't take no pictures yeah. of me in a mask and put it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on the vaccine, and I do not fault a person for getting the vaccine if that's yeah. what they feel like they need to do. That's fine. Yeah. I think that's everyone's choice. I would never say anything against them for doing no, that. Even though it's poison, even though I it's, agree, it, but it. But if you want to do it, yeah, I well, mean, I you know, it's right. a personal choice. It is a personal absolutely. choice, absolutely. And, and yeah. I, you know, like like we've always said on here, if you listen to any of them, you know, you know, if, if that's your choice, that's fine. I, I yeah. don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Same thing with the mask, and and I've said this before about cancer patients. They used to used to see cancer patients with mask on because they, their right. white cell counts or right. or whatever, and they have to wear them to try to protect themselves. And that's what it was all about, protect themselves. Exactly. And, yeah. you know. and, you know, as we go further into this, I mean, they're now starting to see that the masks, they didn't work. Oh, I yeah. Mean, they're, yeah. they're seeing that now. Right. CDC yeah. was real. They were ahead of the game before they deleted it. You know, masks don't work. And, you know, I hate – I work in the medical field. I wear one every single yeah. day. Yeah. Um, and um, – you know, I did some research on that about the, you know, the N95 mask and the microns that was getting through the cloth masks. And yeah. um, the N95 mask wasn't even good for, you know, tuberculosis. I mean, you right. know, that was getting through there, too. And there were, there were, were these cloth, cloth masks oh, that doesn't, know. you know. Yeah. It was just, uh, let's sheep. You see what we can get, get them was. to do. Yeah, it, it became it became a political statement. I mean, sure. that, that's basically what it boils. And it's still, that's what it is. It's it a is. political statement. Yeah. Yeah, we gave up three weeks to flatten the curve, and we gave up a lot more. Oh, man. Yeah. We ruined our entire economy yeah. nearly over when it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. I heard uh, – I'm going to switch gears here just for just for a second. I was just – when you said you wore masks to go vote for Donald Trump, but uh, that's awesome. Um, I've heard that there's a big push by a lot of the – not the rhinos, but the the, the – the, the true patriots that are in Congress, they, they're wanting to go back to paper paper ballots and paper ballots only. Only people that get um, mail-in ballots are um, if you're bed fast, you know, if you can't, if you actually can't get out or if you're in the military or you're out of town and stuff like that. Um, and it's all going to be paper ballots, no more electronic stuff. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, that's... Well, the only thing they'd have to amend the Constitution because it's up to the, it's states' rights that dictates what that is. All right, Dane. 
you know, pull the Constitution out on me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're yeah. right. No, you're, it's you're always that pesky Constitution. <laughs> that pesky, that one yeah. that liberals hate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right. Bad example. You're right. I mean, I'm all for that. I mean, I'm but, for it too. I mean, yeah. I, well, I mean, I'm for uh, just like they, you know, sit there and say that uh, you're racist if you ask somebody for a voter ID. Really? Yeah. So. That if I was a person of a collar or whatever they're calling, you know, these this this group of people, and man, don't you think I get my driver's license myself? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that and, and also, it's racist. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Or yeah, know, I mean, oh, you don't think I get driver's license myself? I mean, either way, <laughs> I mean, it's racist. We may add it to that. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm trying to make a point. I know. It's a slap in the face. Because it is a slap in the face. I mean, and, and then I think Biden actually told somebody, uh, a group of individuals about uh, not being able to use a computer. Okay. Well, who out yeah. there that's under exactly. under 60 that can't use a computer? Right. I mean, you know, my, my kids, they were using tablets when they were yeah. really old enough to walk. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's insane, man. It's insane. I wasn't racist. I was just trying to make a point. I love the, yeah, you, you. <laughs> love all, all racists. I do. I, I, honestly, I really yeah. do. I mean, I've, you know, and, and this thing is like, you say, oh, I got. Somebody said something one time. It's like, oh, I have a lot of black friends. I, you know, I hang. That's exactly what a racist would say. And it's like, what, what? Yeah. Like, what are you crazy, man? <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, we're all we're all one. I mean, we all came from. We all came right. from Adam. We all came from me. Yep. That's that's proven. I agree. So, yeah. man, um, we gotta have. We, we, man, gotta, we gotta we gotta offend some more people now. You got <laughs> we got some more people Stop we can offend. <laughs> All right, the only people that should be able to uh, fill out uh, uh, like a computerized or or um, what they call digital. What you know, the voting is people from Wayne County because nobody out there has a computer. <laughs> My wife's from Wayne County. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, no. I, I love everybody out there. We got, I mean, honestly, listen, Wayne County has the best golf courses. They have the best um, uh, ice cream, Austin's. They have the best pizza, yeah. Everoni's. Yeah. And, hey. I got to tell you a story about uh, – this is how we basically where we got our start with the greenhouse came from an old couple in Wayne County. Yeah, uh, their name was Jim and Rose Dickerson, and they had a a pretty good sized greenhouse operation, but it was back up on top of a mountain, and you pretty much had to drive a four wheel drive truck to get to them. Just the ter most terrible place, you know, to have any kind of a business. But we knew them through the dairy business. They at one time milked some cows. And uh, we went to go visit them to see what they thought, uh, you know, about how we should start. What should we do? Yeah, yeah. And old Jim, he was an old ex-Marine, tough as oh, nails. Yeah. Rosie, she was just unbelievable. She slept in the greenhouse and fire and kept them warm with wood all night. She'd go from greenhouse to greenhouse, stoke the fire, you know. Wow. And, keep, uh, and uh, I said, Jim, I said, uh, what do you think, maybe? what size greenhouse should we start with? And he told us everything he knew and completely scared us to death. Yeah. But he said, well, I wouldn't ever build anything smaller than a 30 by 96. <laughs> and by the time we got out of there, we were so scared yeah. that we didn't do anything for about three or four years after that. And then we mm -hmm. built a 12 by 24. Yeah. <laughs> but Jim, he was on, he was right on the money. Yeah. And uh, he was, he was telling me about, uh, 
about how his wife had to heat those greenhouses with wood. He said, what do you heat the greenhouse with, Pratt? This was probably 10 years or 15 years after we started. Yeah. I said, well, Jim, I said, uh, we got natural gas over here. I said, we, we have to buy some, and then we have some wells there on the farm that we heat with. He said, you know what's going to happen to you? And I said, well, no, what's that? He said, you're going to be cutting firewood in hell for all eternity. <laughs> <laughs> You go. So, I mean, that's seriously. Wayne County for you, right there. Buddy. It's just country tough. people. I mean, there's country like they're the chess. They're tough. I mean, yeah. The guys we went to school with, you know, Chesapeake. We're kind of there's got the you got the city boys out there living the terraces, and then you got you guys yeah. out there. And yeah, I don't think I'd go to battle with any of those guys out there. No. Now, once no. you get once you turn there, um, at the end of Big Branch. Oh yeah. Yeah, you. No, I'm not messing with any <laughs> yeah. of you guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask that because I you I seen your post. Uh, what do you keep the temperature in your greenhouse? Is it seventy nine? It, it varies. It varies. Okay. Depends on what we're raising in that in a particular greenhouse. Uh, the mm -hmm. ferns we run mainly around seventy, but then the bigger greenhouse that is kind of basically uh, a little bit of everything. We can get by with fifty five to sixty. Okay. And it controls growth, and the cooler you run it, it's going to keep plants from stretching. And, and they, they have a little more compact habit and growth by controlling temperature. Yeah. So we run it as cool as we can. So how, many, how much square foot do you heat? About 10,000 square feet. And I told my dad the other day, it got down to nine the other morning there at our it place. Did. And uh, I went out in the middle of the night, I always do, to check everything, make sure everything's working. I told him we had 1.2 million BTUs running oh my God. all night that night because we had all the greenhouses full and uh, yeah so it takes a tremendous amount of heat it really yeah. does and most of that comes from your farm well i mean we have three wells but my my dad and the girls they get it free gas for their kennel because we have a little well there at our place and then a couple other wells my dad and my brother get free they won't give me free gas um, uh, by rights, if they maintain the wells, they give free gas to three dwellings. So, but I don't know why they won't give it to me. I haven't figured that out. Yet. Crackers. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, so I, have to, I have to pay for the gas, yeah, and it is very expensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, luckily, I haven't got the first big bill yet, but I'm kind of interested to see. I don't think they've not mentioned it, anything about raising it yet. You know, natural gas has gone up, but we kind of pay the wholesale price. Yeah. Is so, uh, propane cheaper or natural gas cheaper? Uh, natural gas a lot cheaper. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I tried propane because I was afraid we couldn't get enough gas. We have to backfeed off Columbia gas. Our wells won't supply. Right. And uh, so we backfeed off of Columbia. And so I thought if we ran out of gas, I'd run propane. So I ran propane there for about a week. It's about two hundred bucks a night oh, for propane. That. Wow. So yeah, that wasn't possible. No, no, <laughs> so, not. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, man, I tell you what, we gotta have we gotta have you back. We got a lot. I'm sure I'm, we'll, we'll go glad. some. Yeah, we'll be glad to come back. Yeah. Get some. Uh, uh, we'll get our tinfoil hats out. And oh yeah, we could we could go. <laughs> we can get pretty extreme. I huh? think we could, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ed, uh, we'll wrap this up. Thanks. We really enjoyed this. Thanks for coming. Yeah, hey, I'll also, play. go see you. Uh, yes. What, what's the uh, Facebook? Uh, is it yes. just under you? Yeah, just under Pratt's Greenhouse, or you can just – I I'll always post on my personal Facebook page, Ed Pratt. 
Okay. So you can go there and see just about anything going on on the farm too. I, I try to do, after the greenhouse season is over, I try to do uh, updates on what's just going on around the farm. Yeah, well, I said we were gonna wrap this up, but how, how would you get the, how, how would you get there, people not familiar okay. with? Uh, uh, the easiest way, if you're from the Huntington area, the easiest way is to go into Chesapeake uh, and what used to be, this, it was easy, used to be the center light, yeah. you know, but you just turn right, we have a sign right in the middle of Chesapeake and you turn out Big Branch Road or County Road 31. Yeah. We're four and a half miles exactly from that intersection. So It'll, you can follow the signs from there. From Ironton, you can take 243 through Colgrove or right, Ashland. Right. Yeah. And if you're going down Big Branch, it stops and you just make that right. Make a right yeah, at the stop. Make, make yeah, right when, you stop. Get, when you get to the bottom of the hill, you're in the middle of our farm right there. So. Yeah, you yeah. are. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, it's always great to um, support local. I mean, that's you know well i appreciate that and i appreciate you guys having me on it's oh, perfect timing we're getting ready to get ramped up here right that's away, right so yeah we may have yeah. to get you on here real quick again and uh give them give them a give them a countdown to was it was it april 1st or april 1st april yeah. 1st yeah. yeah so yeah we'll uh, probably drop this on monday i guess won't we yeah monday yeah, yeah. we drop every monday so yeah i listened there yesterday all right yeah. well, that sounds good to the, the, the homeschooler Yes. That wasn't that wasn't that interesting. It really is. Yeah. That was. Uh, oh, I thought so. Yeah. Very good family and. Uh, yeah. It it's was, good to get that out there because I'm sure there's lots of people since COVID have, and I heard that it's it's yeah. grown like three times or whatever yeah. since since COVID hit. It has. It's it's awesome. But yeah. uh, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this up and um, Dane, just uh, keep being me. Keep being you. All right. That's I'll all try. I got to say. All right. <laughs> See you. you.